0: Hey,
1: I what's let you up? go first.
0: What's up, what's up, Miss Tasty?
1: Is your mom hot, too?
0: You were thong underwear? Was he, is that what he said? With
1: thong underpants. Underpants, that's what he said. I think that's what it is. I don't Anyways. know. Anyways.
0: I haven't seen that movie in years.
1: Our dicks are huge. You can see them from space. And mm. it goes... Ew. <laughs> that
0: sounded uh.
1: disgusting. What well, that's I have how I a pair like. of headphones. What?
0: Why don't I have a pair of headphones? Because
1: I'm listening to the recording to make sure it goes okay. Well,
0: what makes you so qualified?
1: <laughs> because I'm the one who is sets all this up. Okay. That's why I'm qualified. I could do it. Oh, okay.
0: If I wanted to. Okay. Which I don't. I
1: didn't say. You couldn't. <laughs> Not once did I say that.
0: I'm on cool headphones. Oh, I okay. want to feel like I'm a DJ.
1: Oh, okay. Um, all right so yes i'm not a cool dj though i don't have beats by dre
0: i think i have a pair of beats actually i haven't used them in probably six years
1: i used to have them i can't remember what happened to them
0: (laughs) any hoosier i should sell those for money
1: Mm, No, it's okay um so
0: didn't ask for your permission (laughs)
1: um so uh let's see here let's do you want to go first
0: do you want to go first i don't care i don't care all right um well let's tell the people what we yeah
1: we're doing paranormal paranormal
0: paranormal activity
1: paranormal i got a surprise for you later too oh after our stories i don't like that after our stories. It's for the podcast. Oh, okay. I'm not going to run around flailing my dick around or anything.
0: Ew. You're disgusting.
1: Uh, Okay. Anyways. All right, I'll go first. Okay.
0: You want rock, paper, scissor?
1: No, just go.
0: Oh, okay. I'll just go. You have one strand of hair that's flopping around.
1: Okay, I can see it. Actually, it's there's like, two. It's
0: like perfectly straight. You kind of look like a bug. Little antennas. My
1: little antennas. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I am doing the Greenbrier Ghost. Ooh, Ooh. spooky. Okay. I'm so, so scared. <laughs> here we go. All right. I'm gonna take you, travel with me in time, to Greenbrier County, West Virginia, please. circa 1896. It's a brisk day in October, when a 19-year-old woman named Elva Zona Heaster, um, who just went by her middle name, Zona, or her second first name, I'm not really sure, um, <coughs> she met a male drifter in town. Mm. Um, this drifter's name was Erasmus Stribbing Trout Shoe. And he had come to the area in search of a new life and to find work as a blacksmith. Remember when those were, like, a thing? Like, it was a necessary thing.
1: Blacksmith? Yeah. Oh. I think they still have them.
0: Yeah, for, like, specialty. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it was, like, an everyday job. Right. Like a welder is now.
1: Yeah, like when you were making swords for the army...
0: Schwartz or like Chain Link. um,
1: I was trying to think of man. I'm so out of Game of Thrones now. I was trying to think of one of the army, the Dothraki or the (laughs) Unsullied.
0: Oathbreaker. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway. So soon after, I'm just gonna call him Shu for the rest of the story. Soon after Shu and um, Zona meet, um, they fell in love. And quickly got married. Despite the fact, like, literally within the month they were married. Um, Despite the fact that Zona's mother, um, Mary Jane, instantly hated Shu and disapproved of the marriage. She saw that guy's face and was like... He ugly. I don't like it. I don't like it. So, that was October. Let's jump forward, shall we, to January 1897. It's only three months after the couple had met. Um
1: and they're already married.
0: They're married, mm hmm. Yes. Um they had the well, they'd been married for like three months. They got yeah, married. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got married like immediately after a meeting. No, yeah, yeah. Um so it's a chilly morning. January twenty third, mm. eighteen ninety seven. Picture it. We're in the hills of West Virginia. Mountain mama. Take me home. <laughs>
1: Canter Road,
0: okay, um Shu walked to a nearby house and knocked on the door when the woman who lived there answered, she was like, "Hey, I need a favor um can you have your eleven year old son go collect the eggs on my farm that I just came from and check on my wife, Zona to make sure um she's alive? I mean, to make sure she's needs anything?" <laughs> Um, And the (coughs) 11-year-old boy, um, let's call him Samuel, because I feel like he's a Samuel. Um, He was like, gee, Willie, sure thing, Mr. Shoe. Gee, Willikers. So he collects his his chicken egg basket and skips down the road (laughs) to the Shoe farm. Um, He knocks on the door. And no one answers. And he's like, "Hmm, Mr. Shue said that Zona, M- Mrs. Shue, would be here." So he just Samuel just lets himself on into this house. He just opens the door and walks in. And inside, he finds um in in the bedroom. He finds Zona. And Miss what does he find? Some gente confused wolf telling him that his princess is already married. Okay. Um, what? He finds Zona sprawled on the floor dead. Now, okay, in my mind in my mind's eye, I imagine little eleven year old Samuel runs out of this house. It's probably a small, like log cabin looking house. He runs out
1: And it sounded like ah!
0: No, no, he's in shock. Oh, okay. He's in shock. Stone faced. He runs down a dirt road for miles, Forrest Gump style, just runs nonstop until he reaches the doctor's office, who is also the town coroner because we're in West Virginia in the 1800s.
1: And he goes, bitch is dead.
0: Then I imagine he's like, doctor, doctor, coroner, coroner, Zona Shoe's dead. So I imagine that they, they get on a horse together. And Samuel is riding on the back of the horse.
1: (laughs) And they're slowly trotting back. And
0: Dr. Corner is driving the horse. Yeah. And they race back to the shoe farm down the same dirt road. Mm -hmm. Um, But when Dr. Corner arrives back at the shoe farm, Zona's body is laying in her bed with a high-necked gown (laughs) and scarf on.
1: So it changed after yeah. he left the house. Yes. That is creepy.
0: They d- Samuel, little 11-year-old Samuel finds her body on the floor, laid across the floor dead. He runs to the doctor. They go co- they go back. They ride their horse back and she's in bed.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's
0: with a high necked gown and scarf. A scarf on. I just imagine a scarf like wrapped around her neck like up to her eyes. Oh. <laughs> she's just chilling like
1: Keep the wind out of her face. With,
0: like, sunglasses on. (laughs) Um, Okay, so, um, her husband, Shu, is sitting next to her on the bed, holding her head in his hands, sobbing. Um, And any time Dr. Corner tries examining her body, he breaks out in hysterics and stops him from doing it.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, So, after a while, Dr. Corner was like, Okay, well, I guess she died from everlasting fainting? I don't know what that is, but, um... Okay. Um, Then later, he changes her cause of death to childbirth, despite the fact that the couple had only known each other for, like, four months, and she wasn't pregnant before they met. So, that doesn't make sense. Um, So, she was put in a casket, taken to her mom's house... And um, was buried there at, at her mom's. Um, so, Shu was apparently... Ooh, I just heard that pop in the microphone. Apparently. Was inconsolable at the funeral. And he wouldn't let anyone near Zona's body. Which that's... Uh, come on. Alright, so something... Come on. Something that I read that was really messed up. I don't know if you heard me we were sitting here and I go... <gasps>
1: I don't think so. No, it was. Like I couldn't hear over the dog barking. Oh,
0: okay. Um, so. Shu, the husband, he, <laughs> he was like real weird towards the body during this funeral. He was like moving her around, putting pillows under her, next to her, whatever. Um, he places a rolled up sheet, next to her, body in the casket. Um, and Zona's mom, Mary Jane, was like. That's weird. So before they closed the casket to lower it down, um, she removed the sheet and offered it to Sue after the funeral. She's like, hey, you left this in the casket. Hmm. And he's like, eh, no, I'm good. You can keep it. Um, so Mary Jane notices that the sheet has a, um, a strange smell to it. So she washed it. And when she Maybe did
1: it's had many, many Dutch o- ovens.
0: Maybe. Possibly. But when she washes it, um, the water in the basin turns red. Oh. So she's like, holy cow. This is blood. Shu murdered my daughter.
1: ruh Yeah.
0: So MJ, the mom, starts praying. She starts praying every day, (coughs) all day, for four weeks straight for a sign that Shu had really killed her daughter. Um, So, one night, Zona, she appeared to her mother in a dream four weeks after the funeral. She said that Shu was a cruel man who abused her and who had attacked her in a fit of rage when he believed that she had cooked no meat for dinner. He broke her neck. To prove this, the ghost of Zona. I
1: like how you're waving your <laughs> arms like it's supposed to be creepy.
0: Turned her head around until it was facing backwards.
1: Or you're like a you're a future
0: I'm in mean, fortune teller. Fortune
1: teller, yeah, yeah.
0: Then crystal ball is my laptop. Yeah, yeah. So the ghost was like, he broke my neck, see? And exorcist style, turned her head around backwards. Um, So opposed supposedly The ghost appeared um, first as a bright light, gradually taking form and filling the room with a chill. She is said to have visited Mary Jane over the course of four nights. Okay. So, I'm assuming probably, like, after these four nights, Mary Jane, the mom, Mm -hmm. um, went to the local prosecutor and spent hours convincing him of her ghost dreams and that her daughter was murdered by shoe. Um, eventually he was like, okay, okay, fine, we'll re-examine the body. So he dispatches several deputies and Dr. Corner to examine the case, um, re-examine the case. Um, and when Dr. Corner was, that's not actually his last name, he's just the doctor and the coroner, in case you didn't catch that. I didn't. Okay, well, he's the doctor and the coroner, so I'm calling him Dr. Corner, um, when he was asked about the examination, he said, well, now that you mention it, the husband wouldn't let me examine her neck. You don't suppose that might be suspicious? That's a quote. That's a direct quote. I'm sorry, where did you go to medical school? Right. Your backyard? Okay.
1: Well, so, um, this was a long-ass time ago, too. So Yeah. Um, um,
0: yeah.
1: All that... Right, right, right. Medi- medicine, right, and right. Everything, yeah. right, right, right,
0: right, 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 right. Okay, so two days later, they exhumed Zona, um, and brought Shu in to watch them re-examine her body. They're like, mm, "You're, you're coming here, and you're gonna watch us do this." <laughs> so as they were looking at her neck, one of the doctors turned to Shu and said, "Well, Trout, it broke. We have found your neck's, your, shit. Well, Trout, <laughs> we have found your wife's neck to be. Oh my God." Well, Trout, we have found your wife's neck to have been broken.
1: No shit.
0: There were bruises in the shape of fingers around her neck, which if she's dead, I don't know how there are bruisers, but okay. Um,
1: oh, well, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, I mean, maybe they can see that still on the skin. This was only a few days after, right?
0: No, it was like a month or so after.
1: Oh, Um. I don't know then.
0: So, her um, bruises in the shape of fingers, her windpipe had been crushed, and her neck was broken between the first and second vertebra. Um, Just as Mary Jane claimed the ghost had said. Mm -hmm. The ghost was like, my neck's broken in between my first and second vertebra.
1: (laughs) The ghost specifically said that? Yeah,
0: She's like, um, I went to medical school up in heaven and I,
1: I can feel it this is where it exactly is i want
0: to like no between the first and second vertebrae my neck's broken so um they were like yeah that's that's what happens and mary jane's like i told you my daughter's ghost told me that mm-hmm. her neck was broken so shu is immediately charged with the murder of his wife Zona. Hmm. um so during the trial the town of Greenbrier right? That's what it's called. Greenbrier?
1: Yeah, that's it.
0: Greenbrier County. <laughs> I don't know. Um, discovered that Shu had been married twice before. The, his, yep. first m- his first marriage had ended in divorce with his wife accusing him of great cruelty and his second wife died under mysterious circumstances mm. less than a year after they were married.
1: Sounds like Pamela Hupp.
0: Mm, yeah. So, uh, sounds like a murderer. Um, Zona was his third wife, and Shu began to talk of wishing to wed seven women. He freely spoke of this ambition while he was in jail, and told reporters that he was sure he would be let free, because there was so little evidence against him. Like, dude, just shut up, just don't... Shut
1: up, just Mm -hmm. shut up, shut up. You
0: yourself right there, okay. Yeah. So, Shue was found guilty of murder on July 11th and sentenced to life in prison, despite all the little evidence that there was. Um, According to the reports, the Greenbrier ghost was never mentioned by the prosecution and played no part in the case against Shue. So, actually, during the trial...
1: Oh, they never, yeah...
0: Yeah, the prosecutor brought Mary Jane up on the stand, and he was like, nay on the ost gay take. (laughs) And so he, like, avoided all questions about this ghost, and finally she was like, My daughter's ghost told me! Oh. And um, they were like, yeah, strike that from the record. So it wasn't actually a part of the prosecution, but the jury heard the story, and the judge was like, disregard the ghost story, but the jury was like, <gasps> hmm. So, um... This
1: is veered.
0: Mm-hmm. So, a lynch mob was formed to take, um, Shue from the jail and hang him, but the mob was broken up by the deputy sheriff um, before anything happened. Um, mm, Shue died on March 13th, 1900, in prison, only 3 years after murdering his third wife um he died of an unknown uh Deet. like epidemic illness oh. um he was buried in an unmarked grave mary jane never recanted the story of seeing her daughter's ghost she stuck to it and she died in 1916 and zona's ghost was never seen again, again hmm is that your story it is
1: okay well here is mine okay it is on gloria ramirez. ramirez uh gloria was born on july 11th 1963 whoa what july 11th oh january 11th i am dumb january 11th
0: oh, yeah you are I was going to say July 11th was when my guy was oh, sent to yeah. jail.
1: Uh, maybe I had that in my head. Prison. Okay. January 11th, 1963. Died in February 1994. Hamlet, I don't like that. Uh, she, yeah, She died in Riverside, California. And was also known as the Toxic Lady and the Toxic Woman. Uh, she is known for causing many hospital workers to become extremely ill when exposed to, uh, when she exposed her body and blood to <laughs> the workers. <laughs>
0: Just imagine her ripping open her shirt and her
1: skin, boobies, like,
0: her skin's like shining on uh, them, and they're like, well,
1: Aah! so it was shiny. We'll get into that. Uh, she was admitted to the ER when suffering from late-stage cervical cancer. Um, when treating Ramirez, hospital workers experienced shortness of breath and muscle spasms. Five workers required hospitalization in fact, one of those workers remained in intensive care unit for two weeks after oh yeah uh shortly after arriving to the hospital, she died due to complications related to the cancer hm there there yeah there's a lot there's a lot of things yeah what Gloria Gloria did. None of the no nurses or anything died. It was just
0: they got real ill.
1: Yeah. Um, Initially, they believed that the that this was a case related to mass hysteria, and we'll we'll get into that later.
0: Fale du
1: Yeah. Later, the Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory proposed that Ramirez had been self-administering dimethyl sulf sulfoxide. As a treatment for pain.
0: I'm sorry, what is that?
1: It's uh, some kind of, I don't know.
0: You didn't research No, I it? did.
1: I have it here somewhere. I have it. I wrote it down somewhere. Okay. I forgot. Okay. Which converted into dimethyl sulfate, an extremely high poisonous and high carcinogenic acal- acylating, like alkaline? Yes. Agent this uh i don't know this is what to have uh, was what to have escalated the issue and ultimately caused her death but there are scientific debates on this on at 8 15 p.m on february nineteenth four nineteenth nineteen. 19th, 19th whoa february i just had a stroke february nineteenth.
0: yeah 19 you got it 94 that was that was a lot of nines. yeah me.
1: She was uh, brought in by paramedics into the hospital, suffering from tachy- tachycardia and kind strokes respiration. Something? There with, are some fucking. Something words with the heart and lungs. One. Yes. Uh, tachycardia is suffering from a high heart rate. Okay. Uh, the kind, whatever, strokes respiration is irregular breathing. Hmm. Um, nurses gave her diazepam. Pam? Yeah. Midazolam. Don't know that And one. lorazepam. Lorazepam. To sedate her. When they saw that she was having a bad reaction to this, they attempted to defibrillate her. Defibrillate. Yeah. De- you def- know what I meant. Defibrillate. But that is why. That is when they noticed an oily sheen covering her body.
0: It was butter. <laughs>
1: So they that's that's like whenever they were like, oh, what's this? She's a fish. Yeah, the shiny. Um, then they noticed a fruity garlic odor that they uh, thought was I, coming from her mouth.
0: I'm sorry, fruity garlic. Mm, uh,
1: yeah, that's what it said.
0: What is fruity garlic?
1: Smell I don't like? know. Fruity garlic-like odor. Maybe it smelled nice at first, and then you're like, ugh.
0: Like a sweet garlic.
1: Uh, maybe. Yeah. Like a um,
0: like yeah. a garlic, cooked with the bell pepper.
1: Yeah, possibly. Gross. And then, so a nurse attempted to draw blood from her arm and noticed an ammonia-like smell coming from the tube. She then passed the syringe to a medical resident, Julie Garchinski, uh, who noticed the Manila-colored particles floating in the blood. Ew. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Uh, at this point, for the first nurse, Susan Kane, who drew the blood, fainted and was removed from the room. Shortly after, Julie felt nauseated and then left the room and then fainted as well. Marine Welch, who is the third one to assist these two nurses, also fainted shortly after. So they don't know if it's like the smell, the oily sheen, <laughs> um, or what it exactly is. Um, you know, like whenever they say you're a um, is it sympathy vomiter? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Like if I see you vomit, then you, I'm like, that would be me. Yeah. So I wonder if it's like that or yeah. the mass hysteria. So, um, <clears throat> all staff, <laughs> all staff was then ordered to evacuate all emer- emergency departments, um, and move patients to the parking lot outside of the hospital. So they evacuated the whole hospital. This is the weird thing: a skeleton crew stayed behind to stabilize Ramirez, but they didn't say if anything happened to the skeleton. The skeleton crew, like the skeleton crew, just like they, just like, just to get, take care of her. Like they didn't have any, like they didn't have a full crew. They no. just had, just you know, enough to get by. The bones. Yeah. Um, Ramirez was pronounced dead at 8.50 p.m. of kidney failure related to her cancer.
0: I just picture them standing at the doorway of her room with like a broom, like petting her Uh, with a broom. (laughs) They're like, they're there.
1: Uh, okay. But, so she died. Wow. Rude. (laughs) So she died. She was in there at 8.15 and she died at 8.50. So, um, not much time. Okay. Rude. Uh, two scientists, uh, Dr. Anna Maria Osario and Kristen Waller, were put on the case after Gloria had passed. All showed that uh, the nurses had had normal blood tests after the exposure, and were mostly women who experienced the trauma. Hmm. So there were a few men, but they were mostly women. <clears throat> So I don't, they're thinking that this is just like a, like a sympathy vomiter type of deal. Mm, they don't, they don't know. Like, I don't think so. What do you think?
0: I don't know. If I see someone faint, like, like I am very, when someone pukes or something, I'm like, oh God, I'm going to like, I have oh, to leave. I will puke. I have to leave the room. But like, <coughs> I just imagine if someone fainting, like my first action is going to be like, holy crap, I need to help them. And I get down and I help them not to faint.
1: Yeah, but this is a different story because you're not just fainting like fainting. You're fainting because somebody came in smelling. Yeah, odd. I think it was whatever.
0: Yeah. Was
1: it was the situation coming out they of were her
0: pores in. that was making them. Yeah.
1: Ill. The scientists believe that they they experienced mass hysteria, like I said. Uh, Julie denied these claims saying that it was an intensive uh, she was in intensive care for two weeks curing her breathing issues and she developed hepatitis and avascular ne- necrosis in her knees uh, how do you get this from a smell I. I don't it's know.
0: not a smell there was some type of fume coming uh, off her the, with yeah. chemicals in it that probably was like yeah. attacking their nervous system
1: possibly yeah As mentioned before, they found that Gloria was using dimethyl sulfoxide, which is a solvent used as a power... Oh, yeah. I knew I had it. As a powerful degreaser as a home remedy for pain. Whoa. Why would you do that? That's weird. Yeah.
0: Maybe that mixed with, like, something in her body.
1: Nope. And not her body. They think that the the- uh, the medicine that they gave her to mm, sedate her, yeah, and that mixed, and then that was not good
0: and it like the garlicy fruity right. smell was probably the like fumes coming out of her.
1: they think all of this is a result of she so happened to take this stuff and they gave her medicine that would be normal practice for anyone who doesn't take this stuff because you don't take this stuff How
0: does she take a a greaser?
1: It's a powerful degreaser. I, I don't know oh, what a you could find it.
0: Yeah, how does... Well, is it in like a capsule?
1: <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> hmm. Um, No, that wouldn't be in a capsule. I'm <laughs> sure it's like a... I wonder if we could look it up. Anyways, um, users of this substance report that it has a garlic-like taste. Ooh. Solid in gel form at hardware stores um people who use this report that it has yeah but it's solid in gel form but I, I, what i'm saying is i don't know what it could be in because i th- think wd-40 is a degreaser is
0: it like purple power like that type of stuff
1: mm, no that's just like that's purple power is a liquid form oh that's like, uh, like like, like a a what you would get in a spray bottle and
0: yeah and it's in a what form gel like gel oh okay
1: um, what? people who use this report that I oh yes, I said that, um, they could possibly explain the greasy like substance on Gloria's skin. Um, mm-hmm. scientists also theorized that the DSMO build, built up in her body, which is the oxide stuff. Yeah. Uh, built up in her body from urinary blockage due to her kidney failure. Although I, if her kidneys fail, she's not going to last very long and I doubt you would have that much urinary blockage within, you know you have poison a, in your a body day or something. Yeah. I don't know. <clears throat> I wonder I doubt like, you could last very long without uh, your kidneys.
0: I wonder like if what her if she had a job like in a kitchen somewhere where she was exposed to like degreaser
1: possibly and
0: like maybe ingested it on accident or inhaled it no it she was
1: using this as a remedy for her cervical cancer oh oh oh, oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh. um well okay dimethyl sulfone so yeah <laughs> yes is known to crystallize at room temperature which is actually found in her blood so the it was crystallizing mm-hmm. at room temperature and oh, that that's was found what in her the blood manila yeah yeah right were the Livermore scientists said that the change from her body temperature went from 98.6 to 64, which would be Ooh, room dang. temperature. Yeah, which could um, which could have accelerated all this crystallizing. So there's t- two conspiracy theories. Well, there's more, but uh, two notable ones. Scientists oh. believe that a chemical reaction happened in her blood and formed the uh, sulfate with the sulfate sulfoxide and the sulfone (laughs) the cell cell phone the cell phone yeah oh okay but they think there was it was pretty much just a chemical reaction to all that stuff that's what i think happened um
0: degreaser oily sheen on her skin. well you're not supposed to
1: put that shit in your body like
0: yeah but she like was eating the degreaser and then her skin was oily
1: yeah well Mm -hmm. and you she was the medicine like that they gave her. Yeah. What?
0: Oh, okay, nothing, Never mind. What did I say? You didn't say anything. No.
1: Oh, you looked at me like I said something stupid.
0: That's frequent. I okay.
1: Like. Some believe that they had uh she was exposed to chemicals such as methylamine. Methylamine used in the production of methamphetamine. Oh. No, this is <laughs> this is crazy so riverside county is known to be one of the biggest distribution points in the u.s for meth uh theory says that the hospital workers were involved in the production of meth and were smuggling precursor chemicals in iv bags and that one could have been mistakenly given to gloria ramirez this was never proven this was all just theory i mean they believe that
0: possible but who knows
1: yeah, they believe that this is because meth is a distinctive ammonia s- has a distinctive ammonia smell.
0: Oh, and they smelled that in yeah. the tube.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So. Or
0: you're in a freaking hospital and everything is cleaned with like bleach.
1: Yeah, well, that's maybe true, that's yeah.
0: why you smelled.
1: Yeah, so that's just a theory. That's I think that's a little out there, but if
0: she was taking this greaser, yeah, that
1: right, that kind
0: of explains a lot.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yep.
0: It's a strong chemical.
1: Yeah, I know. Like sure, it has reactions to strong. Did other you did you find chemicals? out what it was in? Did you what like what that stuff was in? Oh no. No, maybe I can find that out. What's it called? Uh, something delaloxide.
0: <laughs> oh okay.
1: Um.
0: Deloxide. I don't know
1: how to spell it. Hold on, it's spelled um.
0: Carbon dioxide.
1: What's that? No,
0: <gasps> no. Just got a really sharp pain in my wrist.
1: Um, I don't, I don't even know what's in here.
0: Degreaser scientific name is. I don't know. It doesn't say. Oh well, who cares? Something she shouldn't have been putting in her body, that's for sure. Not to victim blame.
1: Well, yeah, let's start there. It shouldn't have been put in don't her body. Don't
0: victim blame. We don't know. Yeah,
1: we don't know. All, But you shouldn't be putting chemicals in your body.
0: We put chemicals in our body every day. What's that? Everything. Huh? Everything.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, when we eat.
0: The soap that we use, the toothpaste that we use, (laughs) the colognes and perfumes that we use.
1: Yeah, this is all true. Oh, there it is. I found it.
0: Oh, my legs asleep.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what the heck are you doing? Um, I don't know. It doesn't sound like it's very easy to find. He's asleep. But we'll. uh, Maybe I can research that. Anyways, okay, so I got a surprise for you.
0: Oh yeah, does so someone get caught doing something?
1: What? Did
0: someone get caught? Dude, no, did we figure? Oh. No,
1: I got a little game.
0: Oh, okay, I'm scared.
1: Okay, why are you scared? So I'm gonna I'm gonna ramble off a few things. Okay. Like facts. Okay. And I tried to make it, not well. They're distinctive because it's with one person. Okay. But you gotta guess who it's who it is
0: okay so i have to guess who this is based off of these yeah, facts but Can I, you tell me
1: but i tried to not like like there's some that maybe you you'll pick up on okay but then there's some that like
0: try to make them not as yeah. obvious Ooh, right. i like this yeah okay,
1: okay. but Look they're, they're all they're all popular <gasps> they're all it's all pop like these are well-known people
0: is it like like um true crime people
1: yeah Yeah, these are all serial killers. Oh, okay. So, like...
0: Ooh, I'm so ready.
1: Okay. So, like, if I were to say, dressed up as a clown, killed little boys. Yeah, okay. So... Oh, I am here for this. That's all. I'm done. We're Uh, done. No. uh, Okay. So, he, at 20, he married a Mm. 15-year-old. That's half
0: of Southern Illinois.
1: (laughs) Uh, He actually was born in Illinois, I think. Um Worked as a part-time garbage man. Um, his first victim was Mary Kay Pierce. I was thinking he might get it. Uh, eight victims all stabbed to death. One punched and strangled to death. He had one survivor. Uh, he attempted suicide in a hotel by cutting his wrists and inner elbow with a jagged glass. And he died from a heart attack on December 5th, 1991. He died fat, bloated with ash white, posh marked skin, and hormone injected breasts.
0: <gasps> Richard Speck.
1: Ah, oh, you got it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. The breasts g- gave g- it away. G- oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So I didn't know about that. So, um. Oh, I
0: had, eight killed, eight. Okay. Yeah. The eight nurses. Had t-
1: yep. He and had two. Yep. He had two more. From Chicago. No family claimed him, and his remains were cremated and thrown <coughs> in an undisclosed place. May 1996, a videotape was sent to new anchor Bill Curtis that showed Speck with female-like breasts mm-hmm. having sex with a fellow prisoner. Yeah. He was doing cocaine and answered questions about murders of the nurses.
0: Yeah, he, um, it was a video, you can see it online, it's a video of him I'm sitting, okay. That's fine. sitting in a room, and he has, like, little, little B-cup <laughs> Breasts and he <coughs> he says um they they wouldn't keep me in here if they knew how much fun I was having. And then he proceeds to give the guy with him a hand job.
1: That is weird. Yeah.
0: Okay. Next. So,
1: no, I didn't. I, we just gonna, I was just gonna do one.
0: Oh yeah. do do another one. Do one more.
1: I didn't I didn't get any other ready. Oh did you like fun, that? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I we can do more, but I only got one ready because um, we didn't have time. Hmm. So we can keep doing them though, if you like doing that. Yeah, that's okay. fun. All right, but we like have to do we have to do like yeah like facts that aren't well known. Like I can't just say this guy was a clown and he killed little boys because then you just get it right away. Right. So I want to try to find like little things like that.
0: Yeah that's cool okay did you come up with that i did oh my god yeah look at you look at me innovator of the year yeah i feel like um i couldn't do this with you because i feel like you don't know like you're not as crazy obsessed as i am about serial killers
1: no yeah i think i like quizzing you yeah so
0: i like being quizzed yeah it's yeah, fun. yeah okay that's we'll fun good job Okay. all right high five across the table i can't read you so that was okay you're five all hey, right, well, okay. this is a shorter episode, so... What should we do um, next week?
1: Mm, I don't
0: know. Oh, I just got a cold chill. Um, Let's do...
1: <laughs> just quiz you the whole time?
0: Yes. <laughs> just quizzing me on serial killers the whole episode. Um,
1: I picked this one, so...
0: Let's do podcaster's pick.
1: Okay. I can't think of any. All right. That sounds good. That's fine. All right. I'll see you next all week. Right, all
0: right. All right. Oh, wait. What? No, it's Valentine's Day on Friday. Let's do Ooh, like Valentine's lovers. Oh, lovers. Murder. True crime.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. See you next week. Bye. Bye.